one. Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new Getting Color right here on the BigVitoBrand.com. I am Virtue, and that is Big Vito LaGrasso. What's up, man? Hope everybody's doing good. Um, I see you're cold. I see I have my tan back. I was out in the sun today. Gym tan laundry. You know how it is. Happy Alice Salon. Co-ed softball. That's how you do on Sundays here in Florida. Well, it, it warmed up a little bit today outside, but it's going to get cold again. Polar plunge, Arctic surge, whatever they call it. Yeah, I know. I see. I'm thank. I'm thankful for the weather that we're having, and uh, you know, keeping my mind busy. I just want to let everybody know. Miss um, <clears throat> Noel says hello, and um, her status is not good. So just keep her in your prayers and keep everything moving. Uh, Virtue, what do you got for me today, dude? We because we didn't do getting color last week, so of course. I wanted to take a week off and then boom, all the topics hit. You know how that works. Right. It always works. So the first thing we will talk about is at Saudi Arabia, WWE had one of you know another one of their events. Right. And of course, Roman Reigns did, you know, retain the universal title against Goldberg. Um, but more importantly, Brock Lesnar won the elimination chamber to be, become WWE champion again. And the word on the streets is Bobby Lashley has an injury and he's out through, you know, after WrestleMania. So what's your thoughts here? And here it is, Vito, title versus title for WrestleMania's main event. Well, I think it was supposed to be this way from the beginning. Um, I could probably bet the barn that Bobby Lashley, Lashley was a transition champion and Brock was going to win anyway. Uh, him beating Goldberg. What'd you think of the Goldberg match? Well, it went like six minutes. So good, good for him. Um, you know, WWE always, their endings and finishes of the matches could always be better. It's like the producers don't plot, plot it out as well as say someone like Pat Patterson used to, but like, we know that ultimately it was Roman was going to keep the title and it wasn't a stinker. You know what I mean? Like it for Goldberg being in his fifties, it wasn't a stinker. You know, it was what it was. It was serviceable. That that's what I think. Do you think they protected him enough with a choke out finish? Well, I'm kind of an old school mentality. Why didn't they just have Reigns beat him clean? Like just clean pin one two three. You know, no no choke out. No you know pinning against the ropes. Whatever. But uh, here's the thing with Goldberg. Like, if they have Roman Reigns built so strong, this was supposedly his last match on his contract. But say he comes back. Mm-hmm. If it's a lengthy period of time, and the fact that it was Roman that beat him, Goldberg could come back against somebody. That they, they, they did that before. You know what I mean? And then they Goldberg got, like, a, a win over Lashley or whatever, and then, boom, he was right up there for – Roman Reigns again. So, like, Goldberg's usually okay with that. I don't know if he's coming back, though, at this point. Right. Somebody in the chat Money says totally protecting him, couldn't do the jackhammer safely. Um, You know, I thought I thought it was a, a, an okay finish for, for Reigns to hold on and choke him out. 
You know, you guys got to remember something, and, and virtually you can understand this. I wrestled Goldberg. I was there during his heyday. He was the man of WCW. For me to see him lose, it bothers me. <clears throat> it bothers me. Even when Triple H used to make him job out and look foolish, it bothers me. Because that was the man of the company. That was the undefeated streak. That was the Monday Night Wars. That was everything. And when I, even when I wrestled him, okay, I got, you know, my stuff, I, I did my stuff. It was a good, quick match. And boom, he caught me with the spear. That was it. You know, it just, it just bothers me. You know, we get things in the chat. It's not the same Goldberg, sorry to say. You can see Goldberg in this match, Roman. Guys, when you're not, when you haven't been there and in the ring as a fan, I get it. But on it, this goes as a personal level for me, if you guys can understand. It's a personal thing. Okay, Virtual, what else you got today? So, uh, to me, Vito, you know, I just I kind of knew the whole direction of this Lesnar um, Reigns thing. So, like, I'm not shocked about how they got there. And if okay. back to last year's wrestler, a couple of years ago at the Performance Center, if Reigns would have faced Goldberg, I'm pretty sure he was going to beat him. I mean, they had... Strowman beat Goldberg at that WrestleMania. So that's just how they treat Goldberg these days. Now, what about Brock winning the Elimination Chamber, which I they I mean, it, man. title for title. They no, I get it. you. But I mean, everybody was like banking that Bobby Lash was going to hold on to this no matter what. I said well, nobody knew he was hurt either. So he Dude, probably the, was going to lose the, it. What's the call on that? What 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 does he have? I didn't even see. I just saw that he's out for a few months, and it's going to put him out past WrestleMania. Well, he had to be hurt before he went in the match. Well, yeah, exactly. So now, say he wasn't hurt, I'm pretty sure the same thing was going to happen, right? They they had their mindset on Lesnar with the title and Reigns with the title, and that's where they went. That's where they're going. Chat says, Vito, does it surprise you that Goldberg has been around this long? No, because he's protected and he's not banging his body around where he's, you know, he's wrestling five days a week. Plus, guys, the wrestling business is different from then to today because when we were wrestling five days a week, you were, if there was no pandemic, believe me, Goldberg wouldn't have been back this long and he would have been had to do house shows or go out on the road a little bit. It just comes with the territory. Now, Vito, we talked about this on the sit-down, but it's soaked in a little bit more. So I want to ask you, what's next for Cody Rhodes? Like, I know we talked about it, but I, I don't know if a more for sure guesstimate in your head kind of like popped up since then. But I feel these rumors of WWE are legit, seeing Lashley's going to be out. I believe he's going there. What do you think? Did that settle in finally? No, with because you? I can't. I can't see him being in the ring with Gold. Uh, I can't see him being in the ring with Goldberg. I can't see him being in the ring with Reigns. I can't see him being in the ring with Brock Lesnar. I can't see him beating McIntyre. I can't see him beating any big guy in a company. 
I just do not see it. It's just yeah, you're gonna make he is a mid-card guy. Period. The end. Doesn't matter if he goes there. He's gonna do jobs, jobs, jobs. Once they get him in there, they give him a small push. And then because you dethrone that initial push, I definitely think they will do. And it'll probably be on Raw against like the Rollins and the Owens and those guys type. Are those guys going to make a pardon and let Cody Rhodes back in after the big fuss he made going to AEW and doing his shit? He's not that big a star, guys. I I don't don't understand like the, the. the Cody Rhodes hate at all. Like he literally was one of the guys that helped start AEW. And and you know me, I'm not an AEW guy. And, and I'm not saying Cody's this great, like super wrestler. And I know he was a mid card to upper mid card in WWE because he was with legacy and Randy Orton. So he got a little bit of rub there, but he right. did go after WWE. He did his like little indie tour, kind of like Matt Cardona is doing now right. and helped. And he was one of those Father figures of AEW. I so like There's that to bigger, me is a big. He's gained thing, a little yeah. stock. He's gained a little stock because of that to me. Whereas before, when you said he was a, you know, did he want to stay in WWE and be a small fish in a big pond, or be a big fish in a small pond? And he left. Remember, we kind of had that talk yeah. years ago. We that did. was totally true then. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt now because of what he did in AEW, just to see if at least he can come and be more of a main event type than he was, that he never was before. And then if he can't crack it, if they do job him out, then I'll sit here and say, Vito, you're right. Cody is a career mid-carder, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to see what happens. All right. Let's take it away. Let's the next subject. We always have these two be continues. I like that. And we're still going on with Reigns and Lesnar. We're going to have some big discussion heading into WrestleMania. Yeah, because you're you're team Lesnar and I'm team Reigns, so this will be fun. Uh, Tony Khan. All right. So, you know, they popped a rating a couple weeks ago. I think it was like 1.1 million with the big announcement, the Forbidden Door. Um, Keith Lee showed up. The following week, it crashed hard. Like they found 870,000 viewers. Big dip. Anytime something like that happens, he comes up on social media and it's either the forbidden door opening or something massive. Like I I remember people saying Dixie Carter used to do that a lot in TNA and then she always under promise, you know, over promised, under delivered. What's Tony Khan something massive, you know, because now he's talking this big game. What could possibly be massive that could actually happen? And I know you're usually bold when it comes to stuff like this. That's why I want to hear what you have to say. Because I don't feel anything big is going to happen. Guys, I think there's going to be a surprise Wyatt um, reunion. Wyatt? But I think it's going to be with EC3 and Strowman and their organization. They put the Wyatts together over there. They got something. That's a main event status stuff. Right. So you, you, that has nothing to do with AEW and Tony Khan. Is that what you're saying? That's going to be strictly that that CYN, create your narrative right. or whatever that – is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. And, you know, the thing that caught my eye this week with Tony Khan was a statement that Big Swole made about smoking weed with Tony Khan 
being buddies and, you know, her losing a job. And how could you out that person for doing something private? Whether everybody likes to do private stuff, you know, and some things you, you can say and some things you don't say. What she did is forbidden. You don't talk about your personal uh, extracurricular activities on social media. It's private. What happens with the boys stays with the boys. That has been something that has been sacred for years. You don't do that. Her saying, well, my weed was good and he was smoking with me. Not cool. That, and I give Tony Khan. Tony Khan is wrong in a way because, like, you could party and drink with the guys and have a drink to do the extracurricular activity in front of people. That's not cool. Could you imagine you Vince McMahon I mean? lighting it up with, <laughs> I mean, you know, this yeah, stuff that comes out is just ridiculous with. But, yeah, you know, it does. But who's to say what happened when Vince used to have the writing team at his house and what happened in his backyard, at his pool, what used to go on, you know, parties that might have been given by Stephanie Triple H, Vince, when they used to invite some people over. It's all private stuff. The great thing about all that, it's speculation because we'll never know because they didn't say what happened, which is how you're supposed to do it. I don't like it. You know what I mean? And Tony Khan is under enough uh, scrutiny for a lot of things that are said in the social media or what happens backstage. But what happens backstage stays backstage. It's not for everybody. And in regards to something massive, there's nothing he can do that's massive except that to the little wrestling bubble, his audience, unless John Cena shows up, the rock shows up. Like Vito, let's face it. If Tony Khan says he has something massive in the works, that's to me what it would take. Not these little like guys that show up here and there that were ex WWE people, new Japan people. And it's so when he, you know, he's catering to his diehard fans, the people that love AEW. So when these little announcements happen, like a Keith Lee, they make it like it's a big deal because they're the fan base. But in reality, it's a fart in church. Now, and, let me ask you a question. I don't think uh, I don't think every everybody has forgotten this. But there's a wrestler who's supposed to be in the Hall of Fame, is supposed to be on there when it's a live crowd. His name is Dave Batista. And, and Batista, yeah, I forgot about him, but he you can put him up in that mix is to me, if Tony Khan brought somebody like that in, I would be like, then it's a different ball game. That that's just, is definitely, that's what it would take for everybody to take your oh shit status. Because I mean, that's they, what, like when he, that's what I expect now. And then it's like, you get Keith Lee's and uh, Malachi Blacks. And, you know, with all due respect to them, they have their little niche fan base that care, but like, I'm like, click. Because I don't care about that. Cult following, my friend. Cult following. But if he brought a major star like Dave Batista in, yeah. 
could what what would everyone say to that? Hell, I would even settle for Enzo Cass and Vito as a trio. You know what I mean? Just because it's against the AEW grain and you'd be more sports entertainment. You know, I oh, and here we're probably gonna get some new Japan guys or something. It'll be something like that. So Dave Meltzer can talk about it. Now somebody, like somebody in the chat says to Tony Khan signing someone like Nick Cage would be huge signing for them. Isn't Nick Cage uh, the death guy? Yeah, like what? I mean, again, what big... would Nick Cage bring to the <laughs> fucking table? Give me a fucking break. Right, that would three be three to five hundred Three to five hundred fans is what he would bring to the table. Are you absolutely out of your effing mind? Are you serious? I, I can't believe I can't believe this is in the chat. I mean, Go Cardona would be a bigger deal just because he's Zack Ryder. We he's kind of like taking the indies by storm, and even that wouldn't be what we were talking about, like a Batista. Oh but like Nick God. Gage, you just mm. mentioned Nick Gage mm. and Batista in the same fucking demographic. What are you smoking? Were you there with Tony Khan and Big Swall? <laughs> Jesus, well, and, and the thing is, Nick Gage was on their television. I think he wrestled Jericho, or whatever, and it yeah, didn't really do night. any. It didn't and one do night, And you're going to bring that in as your yeah. big signing? The fans, you are suspended. <laughs> you are not allowed to watch wrestling for the next thirty days. That's it. Go to your room. So we'll see, you know, and we'll talk about it once it happens. And I'm sure it's not going to be like a big name like we suggested. I, but anyway, Vito, I'm, I'm in shock. <laughs> so we're going to, I'm going to take, before we get to the main event topic, since you're hot, right, and rolling here, what's on Big Vito's mind? Like, this is our segment right now, if you have anything at all. I was just going over some of this stuff. Like, uh. <laughs> The Tony Khan thing, you know, kind of bothered me a little bit because, you know, Big Swole was there for two minutes. And then, all, like you said, all these little people who get a chance to get in there and then they get released and then they have all this to say. All these guys from NXT getting a chance, like they're big stars, they're not. If they couldn't make it in the WWE, you, you, you know, you're second rate. You're coming to another promotion. And then when you don't do nothing and you get released, then you're going to talk about the boss, which is bullshit. Uh, I was looking at the Ric Flair saga, and I see Ric Flair on a yacht. I see him at Hogan's. I see him out there, the fake wedding. And I say, there's somebody also back in the day who I wrestled in WCW, and he was still the man. He was still Ric Flair. He commanded that level of respect. When you see what they do now and they go out there and they out people and they out their private lives, <clears throat> you just didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? You just you just didn't. And when Ric Flair went to Impact and he's dropping elbows on his jacket and taking his shoes off, throwing it, that's not Ric And then watching Ric Flair... At Hogan's at karaoke. Come on. That's I, 
I, I, and I have the utmost, utmost respect for Ric Flair as you, as Ric Flair. When I see this stuff, you know, I don't even post anything. You know, I just, I come on, I do my podcast, I keep, I do some stuff, TikTok Nation, the whole nine yards, but I keep it real. I can, just out in my whole. That would be like showing Miss Noel in bed sleeping because she's sick. Just to get people to watch. That that's how that uh, that's how I look at it. Yep. But that's what's on Vito's mind. Go to the main event. What do you got? So and actually, I had a question for you. Um, we didn't cover it earlier when we were t- talking about Saudi Arabia. So the two women's matches are set now for WrestleMania as well. And I just want to know which one you're looking more um, anticipating more. It's going to be Ronda Rousey challenging Charlotte. Now, could somebody else get added to that? Maybe. But right now, it's one-on-one. And it's going to be Bianca Belair versus Becky. Remember what happened when Becky came back at SummerSlam? Ended Bianca's reign. So it kind of makes sense that they pushed the Ronda-Becky thing probably to next year's WrestleMania, let Ronda and Charlotte have their thing, so Bianca and Becky can finish their little story. Are you looking forward to either one of them, one more than the other, or neither? Neither. Bianca, Becky is going to be. I'm still having a hard time getting over dumb drop that match because I still like I can't believe how bad that match was. And Becky Lynch. You think Becky's lost a step since she's been become a mom? Guys, when you're riding the wave, the the trick is to ride the wave as long as you can. She got pregnant. I don't think it was planned, so it had to stop. To get that kind of momentum back is tough. It's just like Brock Lesnar when he went out with that... uh, Diverticulitis? Right. He He was unstoppable. When he came back and he lost to Overeem, and then he lost to somebody else. Him getting hit in the stomach and him taking his, his mojo away, he got major surgery. You just don't come back from major surgeries. Hell, Vito, and he still ended up with a 5-3 and three record with one uh, no decision because of the steroid one. And, and right. that's still not awful. Like 5-3, and three, super heavyweight, and a former champion in UFC, like that's – you know, considering he was in the wrestling world, an amateur wrestler in college, that's still not bad, Vito. But he and you did know what the thing is? He didn't fight slouches to beat his record. He beat Randy Couture, mm-hmm. heavyweight champ of UFC. And he and Randy Couture was the baddest son of a bitch to walk. And and Randy Couture, you know, he was fighting somebody 280. I mean. I, uh, you know, and Frank Mir, say what you want about him now, the way he looks, the way, but when Frank Mir was fighting Lesnar, Frank Mir was still on top of his game. Yeah. Like I said, so, Lesnar, he has all kind of credibility to make him that monster in wrestling more than when he debuted in WWE because he went and really fought and had a winning record and was a world champion. All right. Give so main you. event. Cool. All right. Main so event. we we don't really care about who Vince McMahon says is it in his Hall of Fame. There's no actual building. You know, there's a lot of people that should be in it that's not. But if we take the bubble of 
Vince's Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame, for what it is. The one man that deserves to be in it probably more than anybody is The Undertaker. And Dallas, Texas uh, will be his night, his weekend. And it makes sense because he's from Texas. So The Undertaker is finally going to be put into Vince McMahon's Hall of Fame. Uh, I just wanted to bring it up because, like I said, he he deserves it, right? If you're going to have that one guy to to be the pillar of a fake Hall of Fame like that, it was Undertaker. Because although Vince McMahon pushed him all those years, he still had to be great to keep that spot, and he did. So what's your thoughts on Undertaker? Nope, it's definitely a... a, um... A worthy selection, a selection much earned, and a and a selection that is deserving. Congratulations to Mr. Undertaker, somebody I wrestled, somebody I shared a dressing room with. Much respect. Congratulations. You earned that spot. And hopefully, with you going in there from here on in, they put people deserving in there like you. And let's face it, that means on one of those nights in Dallas, because you know how they have the Hall of Famers come out on the stage, the, right. the crowd is going to get the dong, the lights go out one more time. Then he'll show up and do whatever, his little thing. But that's good for the fans that are going, because that's one of the attractions of WrestleMania. Could be the last yeah. time anybody sees it. All right, Vito, that's it, man. This is getting color. Anything else you want to throw in the pot or – we can go home. No, it's just other shows to do. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that we get to bash Aaron Riff every week and his cats <laughs> and what he's doing, and you know, my wife, you know, let me watch TV this week. I mean, it's always good. You know, it's always. Oh yeah, good. you're gonna give a shout out to his mom. I think it was her birthday yesterday. Yes, today. I did to Mrs. Riff. If you're out there, happy birthday! I was one of the first ones up this morning. I think I was number three to wish you a happy birthday. With all due respect, ma'am, you've raised a nice son. He's a good man. We'd just like to get on him here. He's a good dude. And uh, to Mrs. Riff, happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right. This has been another great edition of Getting Color right here on the TheBigVitoBrand.com. You can follow Vito on Twitter at TheBigVitoBrand. He's also over on TikTok. You can follow me on Twitter at NoDQ underscore Virtue. Of course, we do Virtue's Rage right here on the BigVitoBrand.com. We do the sit-down with Big Vito. Hey, just stay tuned to this channel or check out the Patreon as well, which is Patreon.com slash BigVMafia. But for Vito, I am Virtue. We will see you again next time. Peace. And the person who said, Barry Horowitz, you're suspended from the Big Vito... Barry Horowitz in the friggin' Hall of Fame. Wait, was that the same person that said Nick Gage is the big surprise? (laughs) It's good to have people like that trolling. I can't believe you even said this. (laughs) Oh, my God. You disgust me. You disgust me as a fan. Barry Horowitz? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I I can't. Virtue, where do we get these people? Where do we grow them? Where'd they come in from? Twitch? The Twitch channel? Twitch! Jesus H. Christ. Hey, they listened to the whole show, so kudos. All right. All right, everybody. Have a good night. I'm sorry. Everybody be good. Peace out. Virtue, I'll talk to you later. See you, man. All right.